Danilo Cristo is in for Big Stan Mars today. He should be back on your radio from tomorrow. And Carl Lewis standing in for Daylin as well too. I think they're all jolling and having a good time. Looking forward to welcoming them back to the big hard grind uh, here on Good Hope FM this coming week. Right, so we've been having a discussion that I think you would be interested in. And I'm wondering whether you want to join this chat about how little we actually know about each other's lives and work. And like I was thinking about it not too long ago, but I've been very frustrated recently about people talking about entrepreneurs and starting your own businesses is like culture on social media that says go do your own thing why work for the man when you can work for yourself and you know control your own hours or whatever it may be and thinking of myself having started my own company there is literally nothing glamorous about starting your own thing it's like the thing I would discourage the most um, for most people unless you are completely ready you're working 10 times the amount of hours with more stress than is absolutely necessary with the uncertainty of your future you never know what to expect and you don't really know what it's like until you standing in somebody else's shoes. So I don't actually know what it's like to be a sports reader on Good Hope FM and what it feels like to be in that space. So maybe talk us through a day in your life, Carl. What is what does an average day look like? Is this, what do we need to know or not know about your job? Okay, well, I mean, obviously doing the breakfast, the early wake-ups are it's quite jarring initially when because I'm new to it. So that's the first thing. But I usually prepare my bulletins or at least get the structure in the evening. But I, th- that, that already is something that I didn't know. So nobody gives you your things to read out. You? No, no, no. I create my own oh. and and give it my own little thing. Yeah. So I prep that in, in, the, mo- in the evening so I don't have to stress too much. But I, I, I must say, I think I come way too early in the morning. I'm like, you're at office five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not <laughs> no, way no, no. too early. Careful, because yeah. t- please say to management that we all are here at office five. Yeah, well, you know, the, the rest what coming your like contract five minutes later. Say, Carl? Yeah. What, your what does your contract say? <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. So that's one thing I didn't know about sports readers is that they have to prepare their own bulletins. How does it work for news readers? Do you guys prepare your own bulletins? Do you do your own research? Well, I do my own research because I am not just a news reader. I'm still a journalist working yeah. in the field. Yes. Ooh. But for most of my colleagues at the SABC, reading the news, you they compile the bulletin for you up in the news department and you then get it either mailed to you or loaded to the system. So it's a really comfortable position to yeah. be in. And what don't we know about your job? Well, I'd like to talk a little bit about the TV news aspect. We do not get hair, makeup and clothing sponsors. <gasps> Unlike the anchors. That's, and I think sometimes when people bump into us in the street, they think we look as polished as we do because it's all sponsored to us. We are working people. We've quickly put this makeup on, often on the backseat of a car in some dodgy area just so that you can look <laughs> polished before a live crossing. But it's not nearly as glamorous as people think it is. It's a hard slog. Mm. You look like you're sponsored. So you've got great style. Whoever, whoever, whatever your left or right hand that does your face is like <laughs> needs to get a raise. <laughs> I'll give my right hand a raise. Shay, what do we not know about being a producer on Breakfast Radio? It's less about making things work on air and more about handling someone. <laughs> someone? Yeah. Like Danilo today. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not really telling Danilo what to do. I'm just steering him mm. in the right direction. You don't manage me! Can we, can we hear yeah. about... A host now. What it takes. To, what do we not know about being a host? Mm-hmm. It's a good question. What don't you know about this job? Does it take a ton of prep? 
So it depends how long you've been in the field. I'd probably say that newbies do a lot of prep for their radio. They almost want to have their links read out yeah. and they want to have their things typed out. Uh, but the time you kind of get more and more experienced over time, you realize that it's about a conversation with you, you who's listening right now. It's really a, a chat and an opportunity to, you know, bring what the what's going on in the world to a conversation. And so you can do it in a bit more of a natural way. So I love to get prepped before so I can understand, read the articles, understand the nitty gritties of it all. I don't want to sound like an idiot, you know, talking about a topic I know nothing about. Um, and so there is a bit of prep, but that's what you have producers for. They're the ones who think about content in the show. You know what? On this topic, sometimes we think about someone's line of work and they you almost put a, a persona to them, a character to them, that mm. they must be super serious and there's no room for play and enjoyment. Like a police officer, for example. The most recent winner of the South African Idols is a police officer. Oh, so oh, yes, wow. he's all serious and you know doing the job. But there is room for light and nurturing talent and mm. and smiles. That's like a... I'm really keen to know what your job entails. What do we not know about doing the job that you currently do right now that pays the bills? What do we not know about behind the scenes? Perhaps you are an office assistant. Perhaps you're a CEO of a big company. Whatever you do right now, what do we need to know about your line of work? Let us know. 071-286-0639. What do we not know about your job? Got us some uh, lecker voice notes uh, and messages on the WhatsApp line. One came in from Casey. She says, good morning, Good of FM's Big Breakfast team. Today is World Speech Therapist Day. I'm a speech therapist and everyone thinks all we do is teach children how to speak, but we actually work with newborns and geriatrics as well across the lifespan. Speech, language, voice, feeding, literacy, fluency, and more intervention. Sounds kind of like our jobs. You get hired to do news and then you're doing traffic. <laughs> the spectrum across the spectrum geriatrics and infants sometimes <laughs> I, there, there is a job that i'm interested in hearing about and uh it's a dip- that of a diplomat i've always felt i would be a very good diplomat because yeah, you want to travel that's it exactly and but what is actually the nitty-gritty the day-to-day of being a diplomat yeah like if war breaks out what do you have to do like what is your mandate yeah. when it decides that there's now tension in your country yeah evacuate <gasps> to a bunker and keep your family safe yeah Right, then we're speaking about more like creative arts. Uh, who's this one coming in from? Let me double check your name here. Hey, Nadia. Nice to see you. She says, I'm a hairstylist or salon owner. It's always said to be the career if you aren't an academic. I don't think anyone really realizes the science behind it and how smart you actually have to do it properly. I think I can back that. We've all had terrible haircuts in our lives. Ugh. With people who don't care and sit there with that like that big comb, flat comb. <laughs> Or those 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 zzz that have like cuts and you cutting you as you're going up them. Anyway. Or in my case, it was a color that just didn't work. <gasps> it's really scientific. I believe Nadia when she says it requires brain power. Yeah, to do the maths. How many grams of the bleach must you put in plus the how many of the toner in order to make sure that you don't like ruin this person's hair? Yeah, the chemistry to it. You can't be adding a certain type of chemical to this <sighs> hair strand because it will do. X, Y, and Z to a particular color or strand. A whole new respect for hairstylists. What do you do for a living? What do we not know about the job that you do? Send us a voice note or a message. 071-286-0639. You can also call into the station or just pop us a note on WhatsApp that you'd like us to chat to your name. We'll give you a call. I'd like to hear from teachers. I always thought little elves come in and color their classrooms or the school perhaps has a team of people who 
sponsor and then do the classroom, do it all up, especially in those very junior grades yeah, like of primary school. With, with a yellow class and how do they go in like a minions theme and then they go do all the minions. Does the all teacher do that by hand herself or does she have a team of people helping her? And whose budget does that go off of? So many questions that are unanswered. This should be a, a documentary on our favorite streaming platforms. I'm on the Good FM Big Breakfast. Happy Monday morning to you. Four minutes away from eight o'clock. It's so interesting to have these conversations on air today, talking about the things we don't know about your jobs and I'm really appreciating all of the messages and voice notes that came through. We seem to have struck a good chord here when it comes to talking about people who work for uh, companies like Eskom who are going through a relatively tough time at the moment and we are very simplistic in our view of it. And so I've got an anonymous call that I'm going to share with you now. A very good morning, anonymous. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you very much. So first of all, tell us you don't particularly work for Eskom but somebody who you love does. I do. I'm married to a wonderful man that works for for ESCOM, Mm -hmm. and I must just jump on the bandwagon. It's exceptionally hard. I mean, these individuals go to work, and they do work long, long shifts, um, at least 12 hours, and they're working for, like the previous caller said, 13 days at a time. You don't get to see your family. Um, and it's hard when you go to, like, into a social environment. You know, the first question people generally ask is, oh, what do you do? And, you know, my husband gets to say, oh, I work for ESCOM, and it's like, oh, what do you guys do? Like, you don't deserve your salaries. You don't deserve your 1% increase that oh. you get. Um, and it's exceptionally tough because we don't get to see our partners. Um, they don't get to spend time with their families. And I think people obviously don't understand the intricacies of what goes on behind the scenes and where all these issues stem from. But I think, you know, um, we forget that these individuals go in and they slave away for 12 hours um, under harsh conditions, like stressful conditions. Um, and yet they don't get to see their families. They're trying yeah. to do their best. I mean, I'm married to someone that works exceptionally hard. And I also experience uh, load shedding. And that's frustrating for me because I'm like, I know how hard my husband works um, and the conditions he works under. But yes, I'm also experiencing this load shedding. But I have to be understanding, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, it's not, and ESCOM is not everybody who works for ESCOM. You know, ESCOM is an institution in and of itself. It doesn't require each individual to be incompetent as well, too. So your husband clearly is competent, working hard, passionate about trying to solve problems, uh, but, you know, still gets the slander at the end of the day when things aren't going well. Well, strength to you, strength to him, and thank you for sharing a bit more behind the scenes. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. How interesting are these stories, Nats? Honestly, this stuff blows my mind. Um, You know, we are very intolerant people. We want to put people in boxes. That's it. Also, we're going through the most as just everyday citizens. Mm. So, we're not taking the time to consider there are families, loved ones, real actual people working at ESCOM trying their best. But it's, as you say, part of a system. And it's all jobs. I think we don't appreciate each other more generally in the world. So let's go and turn to the person next to you, whether in the car, in a classroom, in your home right now, and tell them, hey, I appreciate the hard work that goes into what you do on a day-to-day basis. Say thank you um, and encourage each other to be better versions of yourselves because it is hard work, man. Just to be human is hard work. So be kind to one another, all right? The Great Breakfast with Stan Mars. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m.